What's up, everybody? Welcome to Welcome the Smalley Talk, Talk Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this yes, is your dude. host, Josh Rinko. And this is also, I am also a host of this podcast. My name is Chris Vaughn. Hello. Hello, Chris. Yeah, I like, I can't imagine there have to be tens of people that have listened to that intro that we do. And they're like, oh my god, I'm turning this shit off immediately. Uh, I Ten, like it. Just tens of people tuning in. <laughs> Tons. <laughs> no, tens. No, tens. Literally yeah. ten. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty, so, maybe. So we are remote. I can't even smell you, dude. All I can see in the background is just a, a door filled with absolute sticker heaven. Did I show uh, you that last time? You did, yep. Yeah. Um... But we're remote right now. I'm up in my Studio B. Uh, Josh is down in Studio A. Just, I gotta be honest, there's really not much to really talk about other than just, my God, dude. The, this has been the dreariest, rainiest, nastiest fall, I think, that I can remember. Yeah. It's wet, for sure. Um, so wet. <laughs> I'm not sure, uh, like, you know, what's weird is like, it's November now. So I kind of, for me, the place marker for the end of like active fishing season is, um, October 31st, which was Sunday, right? Halloween. Do you have good Halloween by the way? Oh, so, so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Did you dress up as a slutty nurse? <laughs> no, I, I stressed up. I dressed up as a gimp. Uh, a nice family. Nice family Halloween. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't dress. I didn't dress up this year. No dress up. Yeah, me neither. Um, yeah, yeah we, put, we put the holiday or the Halloween party that we did for a couple years there on hold. Uh, I think we're going to pick it up back up next year. So, oh, I just assumed that you guys were still doing it and not inviting me anymore. So, I yeah, just we did. Did. yeah, we did. Yeah, we totally did. Uh, <laughs> no, it was kind of one of those things where, um, last year was COVID, we didn't have it because of that, and then this year we just kind of forgot about it, and then it got close to time, and we're getting ready to like gut remodel our house. Um, and I was kind of like it just too many stuff, too much stuff going on. So we're like, Oh, our house will be newly remodeled next year. And it'll be a nice way to, we'll, I'll probably, I'll be lucky if we finish it by uh, Christmas. Well, you guys are already done with your basement, right? So it's just the main level and the upstairs that you're doing or what? Yeah. We we're not even going to do the upstairs. I mean, we're going to do the main level, but like I'm taking it down to the studs, um, in like the kitchen, dining room, the family room, the hallway. Um, so it's going to be a pretty like extensive remodel. Um, mm. So I had a guy come in and quote some stuff today on flooring and trying Wait, to you get didn't all... use Daniel. Did you? No, no, right. I had a, no, I, I, I'm trying to like put together a, like a budget right now. Um, so I know like, okay, this is how much this is going to cost. Um, 
and then you know we're gonna get started probably after thanksgiving i would guess we'll actually start ripping stuff out but but no man um yeah it's been a weird fall um and honestly i don't really up until like what two days ago it's been pretty warm like it hasn't been cold right um and it's just now getting cold and you and i are talking about going out on saturday Mm -hmm. um so uh and and you know to your point about the the wetness um our rivers have been blown out for basically two weeks so i mean it was the day we were I didn't even tell you this, but when we were uh, out the weekend before last, the river, um, like by the time we got off of it, like it was raging. Oh, wow. Like it wasn't already been like high flows, I would say. Yeah. Regardless, like even even when it's been fishable this fall, it's been like probably four to five times higher than average, which I kind Um, of enjoyed. Yeah, that's it's not a bad thing at all, but. I think maybe just the the rain that otherwise would be pretty quickly absorbed just kind of blew everything out for the last couple of weeks. So I don't yeah. think it's over though. I think I think we could very easily go out this weekend and still catch active feeding fish. So I do too. I think they're going to be like officially wintered up because when a weekend the weekend before last they were not really wintered up. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, they ha- they have to be wintered up, and usually there's there's like a, you know, what like a two week period where they're win- they're like pretty hard wintered up, but they're still feeding pretty hard, right? Like so, I'm hoping Maybe longer. That might be a longer a longer period of time. Well, I was looking um, on our pictures last year, and we went out November 11th uh, last year. Yeah, we did I that. Did, I think we did pretty well. We did. That was that might have been the last float on the stealth craft yeah uh no, yeah maybe we, we did it i think spring. i did i think we did one in in april of this year yeah we were in right. march maybe but but it was one of the last ones for sure yeah for sure um, um well i we didn't really talk about this but josh <laughs> and i were talking earlier today and we have a very in honor of halloween we have a very spooky story to tell it everyone very spooky um we we, we didn't talk about this, right? Are you sure? You're sure about yeah, that? I forgot okay. about it. So when Josh and I went, what was that? Three weeks ago now, mm-hmm. we, ha- we go on, we go on the spot where we have like private access. Um, and this guy that owns the land shuttles our car for us. So, you know, we leave 20 bucks on our dash. He shuttles our car. So in this particular case, as we're pulling out, you know, we put the river rat in the back of my truck because it wasn't on a trailer. So it was completely broken down. Um, and we assembled it right there. It didn't take very long, you know, maybe 20 minutes or so. But we got on the water a little late anyways. So we ended up seeing the landowner, you know, the guy that was shuttling our car. And he said, hey, how you guys doing? You know, I'm going to go move your car. So I was like, all right, great. Well, I had like a quarter tank of gas. So he moves our car. I see him take off and then we're on the water for like 10 hours and we get down to the end point and it's well, pitch and black. Yeah. I was going to say, don't forget to mention we got stuck in the, on the river, literally like, yeah. By the time was, we pulled out, it was an hour and a half after dark probably. Yeah. I mean the last two so, miles you thought at one point we thought we had broken all of our rods. <laughs> yeah. 
we got sucked into a, a strainer that we couldn't see and it kind of like we thought we broke our rods we didn't end up breaking anything but but anyway so it was pitch black dark so we get to the end point and i look up and there's like a car at the public access point where we take out and i i could see there were taillights so i said oh that's weird there's a car up there so josh jumped- well andy you told me you're like turn off your headlamp yeah because you're like I, thought I, somebody were- might you're suspicious that somebody might be messing with your car yeah, it was like, if somebody's messing, you know, I don't want to give them a heads up. So anyway, so we get to the end point. Josh jumps out, runs up the hill to check it out. And he like takes forever. So I like start to get a little worried. Yeah, jump- probably like I'm getting raped. And maybe <laughs> I, I was hoping. So I jumped out of my I jumped out of the raft. I had my little my little handgun on me. So I go running up the hill and Josh is like, dude, your car was running. So I don't know exactly what happened. It could have been that the shuttle guy just left my car running and isn't fessing up. It could be that some little rascal started my car and like, because I have a proximity key, they started my car and like took it for a joyride or we interrupted them when they were trying to steal it. You know, we don't really know. All we know is that I had like a quarter tank of gas. The car was, was there parked at that spot for like 10 hours same and amount of gas. Same amount of gas. And, you know, I don't know. The car was running. Well, and I, I when I went up, um, I saw it running. Gone. Yeah, I saw it running from, you know, I was like, because you had said, I went up there expecting to be a different car. And I when I went up there, I saw the lights. I'm like, oh, crap, someone's still here. And then I realized, like, oh, that's Chris's car. And I thought you're just your lights were on. I was like, oh, he left the lights on for some reason. And then I could hear it running. And then I was like, oh shit, somebody's in that car. Like I thought in my mind, they were like in there rummaging around, like trying to find stuff. So I like, I was trying to see through the window to see if there was somebody in the driver's seat and I couldn't tell. So I kind of snuck up from the backside and I like walked up to your driver's side door and I like jerked it up when I was like, hey, (laughs) (laughs) and then there's nobody in there. And I was like, what the hell? Uh, and I, th- so I start looking around and like all of our stuff's still there. You know, I'm like, there's nothing that looked like it was messed with. I, we had like, I don't know. There was definitely some things of value in there because I was like, if yeah, they my, were, my checkbook was in there, like, yeah, uh, some other like little knickknack stuff that would have definitely been worth stealing. So yeah. And I like walked around the car. There's, you know, s- some like brush around there. And I was like, if anybody's out here, come out. <laughs> you know like that was gonna make him actually come yeah. out <laughs> and i was just fiddling around with the oars like taking the oars out <laughs> yeah. of the oars. And i'm like maybe they're raping chris <laughs> <laughs> well, i was just submitting <laughs> I was, like taking my i was taking my waders off through like tears like oh <laughs> but Josh, yeah we the long story or sh- long story short like we d- never figured it out it remains a mystery, dude. Uh, the, a mystery, a spooky, spooky mystery in honor of yeah. Halloween for everyone. Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, I thought through the scenarios. I'm like, I, I thought like you did. I'm like, well, I wonder if somebody could have started it because they put the keys in the little gas cap thing. Like, I wonder if somebody got in it and like, it like freaked them out. Like they started, they're like, oh, crap, you know, and then like bailed or something. I don't know. Some kids. 
some little Amish kids out there. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to steal this car. Oh, wait, I can't drive it. Hmm? It's against my religion to drive this. That's why. Up and they're like, I should have never pushed that button, Dad. <laughs> I've sinned. Father, I've sinned. Uh, no, I, I don't know, man. It's some, you know, who knows? It's just, it's an unknown. It's a mystery of the river and will remain as such. So. Yeah, I think personally... He just left your car running. Maybe. It's possible. But you said you asked him. He said no. He did say no. He did. Did he ask about the anchor? That's the other question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was sure. I was I said, well, there's some phantom <laughs> there's some phantom floating around this river stealing anchors and starting cars. cars running. I don't know. So it's a mystery. it's a high crime area yeah Yeah, (laughs) i love taking anchors (laughs) yeah Yeah. so tell me uh tell me about um a chigan dude you guys are you guys have a little promo going here you might as well just Uh, do a little commercial yeah there's we always have something going on but i think there's free shipping through tonight which is sort of a halloween thing the big the big deal is going to come on black friday so we got mm-hmm. we got a bunch of new products. We got some new shirts, new hoodies, new hats, new beanies. We got buffs. Uh, buffs. Beanies, just, buffs. <laughs> we got buffs came in yesterday. You'll like the buffs. All right. Um, yeah, we got Have all you kinds. about doing like a mid-drift mesh type? <laughs> yes, it's been suggested many times. About five keep, times by you. <laughs> I'm going to keep suggesting it. Have you thought about it? <laughs> I just want to hear the boardroom pitch that you're making because I don't think you're. I don't think you're doing it justice. I mean, guys, something this would totally spaghetti, work. Spaghetti strap, mid drift, little you know, little mesh. Did I you? Mean, I did know. I give you? Did I give you the new stickers? Uh, you gave me a st- some stickers. Yeah. Did I give you this one? Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's it. that's the new. Uh, that's gonna be the new. Um, gonna be a bunch of stuff with that on it. Oh so, yeah. Did you yeah. got? Do you guys still have your bronze Colt sweatshirts going? No, those. I did not like that, dude. I thought I personally thought this was a Christian company, and you guys are very. <laughs> you guys are very uh, spooky and gory. And there's some, <laughs> there were some ghouls and some did you, very, did you look at that design very close? Very evil shaped trees. I did not like it. So did you, did you look at that design on the back very close? Uh, no, not really. There was a, there, there were, there's an ode to the fly fishing. There was a game changer hanging from that tree. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. I okay. saw that hanging some on the flukes. Limb. There's some flukes. There is a game changer. There was some crawfish hanging from it. Yeah, um, I, like, I like that. I just, you know, I, I personally don't. It's a little reject, too, too re- Satanistic for you. <laughs> I reject the Dark Lord, dude, and you guys seem to be embracing him, and your business will suffer as a result. But <laughs> I wish you all the best. Did you see the post I put up while we were doing doing that pre order? And I put "Make your sacrifice to the bronze beast." Oh, <laughs> I'm, dude. Sure, I'm sure there were some people that did not like that. I don't like it. I was very. <laughs> sacrilege dude i i do not support this i actually am seeking endorsement from any small mouth exclusively small mouth 
central Indiana based apparel company. Oh yeah. So. I got, we got like several competitors in that space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you actually do, <laughs> but there, you know, not really. Yeah, I don't know. You know whatever. Yeah. There's a couple, couple, uh, <laughs> Guys making hats, I've seen. I want uh, them, dude. I'm not all about this cult <laughs> stuff. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. I saw some of your pictures from your guys' little marketing trip that looked really, that looked really good. Yeah, those are they came out really good. Rob Rob Connors went with us. He did a great job. Um, but yeah, man, uh, nothing much on that front. We'll have have some stuff here in a couple weeks and talk about, but. Um, yeah, and I think the next episode that we're going to do, I think, is um, we're going to do a review of the River Rat, a year in review, dude. We've been yep. dri- we've been drifting the rat for all of this fishing season, and I think mm-hmm. you know we're yeah. going to do just a little little epi about kind of uh, pros, cons, likes, dislikes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna. I think we're actually going to shoot mine with a shotgun just to see what happens to it. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't guaranteed just, us another one yet. I we just asking. kill them at the end of the year. Just kill them. <laughs> yeah, we're going uh, to gonna put them in a rat trap, if you will. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I think, you know, I actually saw a guy, another guy that follows us that uh, bought one recently. Um, so, you know, I, I'm sure there's some people thinking about that in the off season. So we're going to have the full scoop on the rat. Um, and I will specifically say, if you're thinking about anything like along the lines of that, like a Smith fly or Flycraft or, you know, the river rat stick around. We'll talk about what we liked. Um, and, but we'll also say what we don't like. So we're going to give a very honest review of it. And, um, yeah, I think we had a lot of fun in them this year though. Yeah. A lot of fun. A lot, of, a lot of small mouth, a lot of yeah. miles on them already so went over um, several dams almost died a couple times according to to some observers that was stupid (laughs) according to the guy who did it it was pretty (laughs) stupid according to some observers very stupid uh no i I think uh so this this week oh if anybody has a an inside track on a guide in new orleans hit me up uh I'm looking, my brother and I are leaving on a, on a red fishing trip next week. So having, having trouble locking down a guide for, I think you're dependent on the guide, dude. Well, I mean, I've never, you know, I'm probably going to end up marooned in the middle of the swamp getting cornholed by some Cajun weirdo. So yeah, that sounds like a great time. I know. Uh, uh, you have a guide for the first day, right? Yeah. And then how many total days are you going? I think we're going to fish three days. Yeah. You'll be all right, dude. You're a competent fisherman. Um, I think it'll sure, be all right, too. Make sure but... you take fly and conventional with you. Yeah, that's probably a good pointer. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, hopefully we get some good weather. I think, you know, the guide has already put up, like, two 20-plus pounders from, like... What's what's that guide's name, by the way? I'm going to look uh, him up. You know, I don't know. Some Jeff something. I don't, I don't. Oh, to... Jeff. <laughs> Jeff the guide. <laughs> Jeff the guide. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what his name is, but I'll, I'll find it, and send it to you. But uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. It's going to be something very different. I mean, I think what I'm most concerned about is like getting lost or like running aground out there and just getting like stranded. So 
you know. Yeah. I don't know. I think you'll be fine, dude. You're uh, yeah. You're a big boy. I just, you know, it's completely new. I mean, you know, yeah. it's the it's the essentially where we're going is um there's this little river, the Mississippi, uh that dumps yeah. out into the Gulf of Mexico. A little creek. <laughs> a little creek. So, yeah, I'm actually kind of stoked that I will have fished like the very bottom and the very top of the Mississippi, which there probably haven't been a lot of people that have done that, I guess. So. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, I'm just a Mississippi, Mississippi queen. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Actually, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was the self-proclaimed Mississippi queen on the last trip. That's a so. title that I will not try and fight you for. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to just kind of getting away. Uh, you know, decompressing a little bit. Um, you know, getting out. Uh, this will be my brother's really first big fishing trip of the year. So, yeah, getting getting amped up. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, redfish uh, are not not that much dissimilar from smallmouth um in my opinion at least from my experience um so i think you'll you'll find it's a pretty natural um it's a natural transition from your skill sets uh i think you'll be able to do well so yeah i hope so i mean you know i think that like i said the biggest concerns for me are like i'm confident that if we're around fish that we'll you know we'll at least have a I'm confident that we'll be able to find fish, I guess. What I'm not mm-hmm. confident about is like, it seems very, um, what's the right word here? Like it's, it's, there are about a thousand different routes through that marsh, I guess. So I'm a little concerned about getting like turned around. I'm also a little concerned about, you know, it looks like, like just like any river situation, it looks like unpredictable as far as depth and things like that go. So I'm a little concerned about are you running um, around at high tide or something getting, are you fishing like the Delta area then? Yeah. So we're going to go, uh, well, I don't know where the guide is going to take us, but I kind of have narrowed down where we would, where we would go. It's like the Biloxi or Biloxi swamp or marsh area. So, like I know, area. I know some guys that live down there. You want me to connect you with them? Yeah, if you know anybody, I'm looking yeah. for looking for info. Because uh, Wayne like Dwayne Wally, he's the guy. He's the inventor of Turny X. He lives down there. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if you know him well enough, yeah. I mean, I'm looking. Like I said, we're probably going to end up having to do DIY for two of the days. So, you know, obviously, any help would be appreciated. And and it may be, I may be completely blowing it up in my mind into something that's you know more difficult than it needs to be uh, i think I with the jet so i think you there's not a lot of guys that have jets out there i think with the jet you'll go wherever you want to go yeah well i hope so i mean i it, i know it'll run shallow so you know at least i've got that going for me but you know i've seen enough videos now i've been doing exclusively watching youtube videos of red fishing in louisiana anytime i'm jogging so we need to get this guy we have a guest for tonight's episode we need to get him in here yeah did he send send you his email address Mm. i told him 910 but we were kind of rambling there can you ask him for his email address yeah but anyway so i've been exclusively watching kind of um 
you know, YouTube videos on that stuff. And it looks like it's very feasible. So, you know, I think this time of year, especially like the water down there gets really low and clear. So sight fishing should definitely be on the table. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, dude, it's, it's going to be, uh, pretty cool. Did he send you his email? Yeah. Hang on here. All right. Let's see here. Ethan H-U-I better. <laughs> I think it's pronounced Ethan. Just so <laughs> Is <you know>. it? <laughs> yeah. What's a um what's his name? Ethan. No. <laughs> his last name. Uh Dive Devetter, I believe. Okay. Uh, so something he, like that. This is good. This is good content we're putting out right here, boys. Yeah, I mean, you—it's your uh, responsibility to fill the airwaves here, bud. I know. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. All right. Well, we are. Our audience already knows that. <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, you know what's our what's our next big smallmouth trip? I think um, aren't we still going to do one in February? February to the Zarks. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about that. February or March? Yeah, I think March. I think that's what we talked. We, we about. have a we have an open invite down there. We do. Pretty amped up about that. So that should be pretty fun. Yeah, I've I've. Just because of the difficulty with finding a guide down in New Orleans, I've I've contemplated making like a run, uh, you know, smallmouth trip. But you know, you know, know what'd be really fun. This might be sacrilege to say. Let's hear. But, it. Um, you know what would be a really really good time is to go down and fish for largemouth in Mexico. Hey, what's hey. up, Ethan? Hey, hey what's doing? up, buddy? Not a whole lot. Do you guys actually like do anything with this video? This time we are. We're just gonna put your face up there, and nobody else's. Yeah, look at this good looking. <laughs> look at this good looking dude, man. This dude, is he's got some lock, flowing <laughs> locks. Dude. Yeah, of course he does video, like, man. Yeah. Look, look at us. We're we're troglodytes, dude. <laughs> we're we're we have faces and bodies met purely for audio, dude. What are you talking about? Look at this. this dude's got freaking hair and everything. <laughs> and like, a, like a person that lives in the dark, just a, a troll. <laughs> What's up, All man? Right. We are rolling on this episode, by the way. Just zero intro. I'm just kidding. We can, we can cut some of this stuff out, but uh, we're yeah, not. Dude. Totally. You're not? Well, no. it was like five minutes of blank air just trying to find your email address. So I mean, That's part of the episode, dude. That's <laughs> part of it. So okay, is the baby is asleep? Beer, this is a beer-friendly podcast, right? Because oh, hell yeah, absolutely, baby. I don't have beer. Stella, but... what is that? Like a 12? Um, no, this is a very unknown beer. It's definitely not a Stella. Uh, <laughs> oh. It's all right. No, it is. It's Stella. <laughs> well, that would be a 12 inch smallmouth, though, right? 
That's how yeah. you rank them. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I'd give it a twelve. I don't. I'm not uh, a big Stella. You're, you're not a Stella guy. What? Yeah. Oh, Stella is fine. It's just a twelve inch smallmouth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go twenty birder on that baby. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a fridge full of Stella right now. So, uh, so baby's asleep. Yeah, so hopefully I'm not too loud. I think I'll be okay. Well, you should okay. wait down the hall. You could whisper through this whole episode. We would that wouldn't be that wouldn't be bad. Yes, <laughs> my name's Ethan. That would be so sick. <laughs> all of our listeners would be like, "Did you?" All all three of our listeners would be like, "Did you hear that guy whisper?" <laughs> I looked up your guys. Uh, I looked up your thing, and it's like you've got 165 ratings now. That's solid. Yeah, we really have more than did. three people, or it's just three people with different usernames over yeah. and over and over again. Exactly, <laughs> not me. It's definitely not me and my wife <laughs> and my family just constantly <laughs> raiding. Uh, yeah, dude. So, well, let's yeah. uh, let's introduce the guests. I, I honestly, Ethan. I don't, is it pronounced Ethan or Ethan? <laughs> it's Ethan. It's a, it's a I can't believe he asked. It's Susquehanna. Ethan Susquehanna. Thank you, dude. I, I told I told Josh. I go. I think it's pronounced Ethan. I can't believe he asked. Uh, no. So uh, you're a you know YouTuber. You're asking about o- his last name. Owner, yeah. Name. What's your last name? Uh, it's Duvetter. It's straight uh, up Belgian. Very very mm. strange. When I like when it. I looked up your name, I saw the vetter, and I was like, "No wonder this dude must be related to Eddie." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we just yeah, he just happened to take off everything and change his last name completely <laughs> from do vetter to to vetter. Yeah, <laughs> gotta Americanize it, dude. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah, so you're uh, get, just give your get a little intro to yourself, what you're all about, and um, yeah, then we'll we'll jump in. Yeah, so as you mentioned, I like, you know, everyone else in 2021 am a YouTuber. <laughs> no, I uh, I, you know, I do it on the side. It's kind of something I picked up many, many years ago. I like to film myself uh, you know, fish and just kind of spread that love with other people. Um and I tend to be more of a ultralight guy these days than anything, but I'm still bass is still kind of where my heart's at. I just I've lately become weirdly addicted to catching fish on really light line and uh, opening up the doors of a lot of pan fish and that sort of thing. And just trying to better understand all of the different um, fish in an ecosystem. So um, smallmouth bass is absolutely like my favorite freshwater fish. Um, and I fully intend to get back to the smallmouth bug. But right now I'm, I'm on this weird pan fish kick. So that's what a lot of the stuff I've been doing over the last year. Yeah. Cool, now, man. is that like a like you're because i've noticed this like every time i see you hook a fish it looks like you just set a hook into freaking bluefin tuna and then it's like it's like a six inch bluegill or something so is that is that something that you're doing is that like a business thing like are you seeing that there's like a there's a gap in the market that like mule because you you're you also own mule fishing right yeah yeah so mule fishing i So I've been making these videos for like five-ish years, and as I've become more and more of an ultralight guy, I've noticed a kind of like a gap in the market for ultralight fishermen. I I didn't like any of the jigs that I was seeing on the market. Um, There wasn't really anything that had a small enough hook for the style of fishing I like. So it was basically 
I felt there was a need for like almost like a micro Ned head. So I started out with that and I've started to gravitate into um, more of the super high durability plastics, except offered into smaller sizes. Um, So like think about some of these other companies that have, you know, products that stretch a a good bit. Well, there was nothing like that for, you know, 1.5 to two inch baits. There was nothing high quality for like panfish anglers or just multi-species anglers. So I kind of went down that route. So that's my company is mule. It's, it's ultra light or light line multi-species gear. Um, but the reason for the hook set is because like I said, I'm a bass fisherman at heart. And so like, I'm kind of used to using 20 pound fluorocarbon and like a thick gauge jig hook. And so I just cannot lose that hook set, even on two pound test. I'm like smashing a bluegill and just throwing him 40 feet in the air and I can't help it. Dude, Josh, it, dude. Josh has one of the most prolific hook sets in the game. So you two and the you two would be kindred spirits in that regard. <laughs> I rock the bow every time I set the hook. Dude. Literally, Josh, and I'm not exaggerating. Literally has like a jump hook set. Like when he I sets the hook, one of those. he comes <laughs> off. He comes up off the raft, like off the bottom, like jumps in the air and sets the hook. It's it's something else, dude. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I uh, I used to have one of those same things. I would literally like swing at the hip like real hard <laughs> and like my legs i would elevate and uh i, I honestly <laughs> think yeah, i should have tested my vertical out by the pond in high school i have no vertical by the way but <laughs> yeah, josh is josh unless is i'm vert. fishing <laughs> coaches out there uh, the coaches out there watching watching the team play like who, who the hell is that out by the out by the goldfish <laughs> the pond <laughs> just came off the ground 20 inches <laughs> that's good stuff man so the mule, the mule fishing thing is interesting to me so i know it's it, i've seen it and i can appreciate like a really unique kind of concept because there's you know when you were talking about youtubers you're like you know you do feel like oh yeah everybody kind of does this um yeah. <laughs> you know there's a lot of just people doing the same thing different flavor you know even podcasting's become like pretty you know um you know, a lot of people have podcasts nowadays. Um, and smallmouth for us is one of those things. Like we were sort of in a niche, you know, sort of like, Hey, we're not, there's not a ton of people talking about that. So when I, you know, I saw your stuff, I was like, Oh, that's really cool. I don't really hear a lot about ultralight. So do you, so do you fish, um, for smallmouth with ultralight then? I have to tell you the truth. I try not to target like too large of game fish with it like if it happens it happens and i'll have a freaking blast when it does but i'm not you know be one of those guys burning a 20 inch smallmouth on two pound test and then he just dies the next day because i just totally exhausted him um so not that i i mean that takes a lot of skill to hook a 20 inch smallmouth on any gear but you know light light line and whatnot would be tough but either way I, i tend not to like target them unless i'm in areas with like super high population density and it's a lot of smaller fish in which case of course i'm gonna downsize my gear because i'm just I don't know. I'm, I'm like you guys, like I have full-time job, but I have this side hustle. I don't have very much time. So when I get out, I just want to catch a lot of fish. And, um, mm-hmm. you guys tend to be a little bit different in the sense that you're going after like the biggest, baddest fish in the river. Um, I tend to be like, okay, I've got two hours. Let's just go catch a ton of fish. Um, sure. and, uh, so if I've got a high population density, I'm just going to embrace that, use two or four pound test and just have a blast. Mm-hmm. So what's the biggest smallmouth you've ever caught on like ultralight gear? Honestly, smallmouth, like that's hard to say because I haven't 
I probably haven't caught anything much bigger than like 15, 16 on ultralight because I don't that's, fit. That's pretty big for ultralight. Yeah, on two yeah. pound tests. So that's pretty rough. Yeah, but like I've got like 30 inch pike, um, Holy. carp, like two pound test, like, and, and it's, I tend to fish a lot of inland lakes. I don't get the smallmouth as much as I want to. I have full intentions of doing, I'm kind of hoping next year, if I get time, I want to do kind of like a river smallmouth series on the YouTube channel. Cool. And I was actually thinking if that time comes, I wouldn't mind uh, tapping into your guys's brains and maybe doing some, yeah. some kind of like interview on the, the channel, um, talking about some of the seasonal patterns and whatnot, because you guys are obviously you've countless hours on the river. You, you know, it just as good as anybody else I would know. So if, yeah. if you guys are interested in that in the future, I'd love to do it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. What, what is it's online outdoorsman? Is that, is that your YouTube channel as well? Yeah. You've yep. got like, it's not like a small YouTube thing though, right? Don't you have like, you have like, how many <laughs> subscribers do you have? Uh, it's just like just shy of 16,000. So yeah, it's, cool. it's yeah, not yeah, like I'm you're like, you're like really <laughs> underselling it here. You're acting like you just got this little rink rinky dink YouTube operation, but you've got, <laughs> yeah, 16,000 takes a long time. Yeah, how, long, long how long have you uh, had the channel for? I've had, the, so I, I kind of have a weird history with YouTube. I'll, I'll try not to go super long here, but I started making YouTube videos like when I was in like high school. So like in the early, early days of YouTube and I was kind of into it really big, but then I got to the point where I kind of dropped off and, and gave it up. And when I hit college, because I was like super concerned with what people would think of me because YouTube wasn't cool back then. Now it's like everybody does YouTube. Yeah. Right? And you totally are kicking yourself for that. Oh, aren't you? Yeah. Dude, I was like hitting like that, uh, you know, John B. I'm sure you guys are familiar with that guy. Yeah. Like we would like message each other and stuff. Like we were like, <laughs> and then oh, yeah. really? <laughs> with it. And now he's like millions and millions of dollars and all these you know, yeah. great you know, props to him, you know. For, yeah, but you, how would you know, you know? Oh, yeah. And you know what? Ultimately, I have zero regrets in that since there's been a, I mean, I've, I'm very, very thankful for everything I have in my yeah, life. Dude. But you anyways, could be, you could be boxing Logan Paul right now. I could be, I could totally <laughs> be getting my ass smoked by Logan Paul. That guy's ripped. I don't, <laughs> those guys are, ter- I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't watch those YouTube videos, but uh, well, <laughs> you know, you could be, <laughs> that's uh, you know, that's, that's pretty crazy though. I mean, yeah, you, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think about stuff like that all the time, but you know, it is what it is and you're still doing fine. Yeah. You know, no, what do, I picked, what's your full time thing? What do you do full time then? Oh, I'm in sales for a uh, food company. So I've since, since uh, graduating from college, I, I have done that. Um, and I've moved around the country doing so. So I, when I moved to Arkansas, um, several years ago, I think it was about five, five and a half, six years ago. That's when I picked up the camera again, started filming more. And so I've been at it ever since I probably made like over 500 videos (laughs) on YouTube. Wow. So now you're, you're in Michigan now, right? Yeah, I've been in Michigan for like three and a half years and um, I freaking love it here. It is. And I, you, you guys are probably like, everybody would be thinking right now, it's like, why are you fishing for panfish? You live in Michigan. Um, to, I understand that I fully agree. Uh, I have full intentions of long term. My long term goal is to like be like the best multi species angler like on the body of water. Like, I want to be able to go to any body of water and catch any type of fish. And uh, obviously, smallmouth, largemouth, I love bass. And like, but I feel pretty dang confident in my skills there. And I'm trying to continue to develop other species skills. I just, I don't know. I like the biology aspect of it too. Well, yeah. um, cool. Derek is like a huge, uh, Derek Burton is one of our good buddies. I don't know if yeah. you know him or not, but he's, yeah. he's how I heard of you because I mean, he's a YouTube guy and well, he's, you know, he's a little bit less dedicated to it than you are, but 
he's a YouTube guy and he's he like he loves the mule stuff. So, um, you know, he was, you know, he had either like a sticker of yours or maybe a hat or something. And he was showing us your jig heads one day. And, and I, I thought it was super interesting. Cause like you said, it's very like micro and like, I saw some application for us both, uh, like tying flies with it and also for sure. win- like winter time, I think it would be great. Yeah. Like some of that small stuff would be great for, you know, wintertime smallmouth. So, um, yeah. but anyways, that's, that's interesting. Uh, so I, I guess we, we primarily, we have like canned questions that we, that we kind of tend to ask some of the guests on the podcast. Uh, and I sent these to you ahead of time. So I'm expecting, I'm expecting great answers. Great answers. answers. I've never done that before, so we're we're trying it out. You did? Uh, oh, really? I'm the first I, person you've ever sent like the questions before. <laughs> we try. Yeah, I mean, we try to kind of you know have like an. We don't really do a lot of planning for the show. I don't know if you can tell that or not. <laughs> I actually, like, on I our... like questions on a whim. Like, to tell you the truth, I was like very like impressed and like, wow, you guys really are a buttoned up podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. And then we started 25 minutes late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm 12 beers deep, dude. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you're in Michigan, so I would be 12 something else deep. Uh, all right. So here we go. Uh, number one, craziest thing you've ever seen on the river or while fishing? Man, I thought about this question a lot when you sent it. And I, I really haven't. I haven't seen the things like you've encountered when you were taking those river rat guys out. Uh, I know that you guys had a good time with that situation. but What was that um, one? The what dildo. Was <laughs> oh, the dude. Yeah. The, the, yes, the dude. Literally, dude. Like I mean, when we saw that year, <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't I've make that, that up. Many times. That's like a that's a walk in the park, baby. Yeah, that's just like every day, <laughs> every other trip, we see one of those. <laughs> just when you see like our room, you see those. <laughs> that one was just particularly large and veiny. So yeah, that God. that's what stood out about that one. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. I haven't seen anything too crazy to tell you the truth. I would say one of the funniest things that that I've seen here in Michigan, there was just like this old dude driving a pontoon. My buddy and I are in a bass boat on this small lake. This guy's driving his pontoon with like everybody's loaded in it. It's like, he doesn't, he's not intoxicated. I wouldn't imagine it's like 4 PM on a Sunday. And anyways, you know, those like wooden, like the boats that are like, they're like wooden. I don't know. They're kind of fancy. Like generally speaking, Mm -hmm. they're pretty expensive. Um, like, I don't know. They're just like cool looking things. Anyways, it's just parked on its dock, just in the slip. This guy is just driving the boat. I mean, idling and just smokes it, like just absolutely <laughs> torches it. And so we just watched that from like 50 yards away. And I, that was about as funny as I've seen, but yeah, oh, I haven't what did he here. do? Did he, did he like freak? I mean, did he try to contact I was, hoping, the owner? I was hoping he was going to try to run, but you know, I think he kind of parked the boat on the, near the bank and he was probably going to go try to contact the owner it's like, sort of the opposite of cravens running his kayak into a pontoon so <laughs> yeah well, one of our fishing buddies on a trip up to the muskegon just just absolutely hammered a pontoon boat in his kayak so you do you primarily fish out of a kayak then or do you go out of a hard yeah. body okay yeah so, I, I tend to fish out of a kayak if i have time to do so otherwise i'm i'm down to you know get wet and uh, do a little wet waiting or I'll uh, <laughs> happily just fish from the bank, whatever. Absolutely. And are you, you're like in the Ann Arbor area? Where are you at? Um, I've fished over there a good bit. I'm actually in the Grand Rapids area. 
Oh, you, yeah, you guys drove right the, by. I think, what the hell are you doing fishing for bluegill? Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah Come I know. On, man. Well, hey, hey, just to be fair, guy. I've fished smallmouth a, a, a decent amount here. It's just finding the time um, yeah. to fish. Like, see, when I bass fish and I like really bass fish, I want to like, I want to spend eight hours out there and I never have it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and to me, it's like, it's frustrating as heck going out for three hours finally figuring out what I need to do to catch fish and then having to go home. Yeah. Uh, I got that. Did you have young, young kids or young kid? Then I just, my first kid, he's, um, three months old. So that'll restrict the time. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, you know, and just life is busy, but everybody's got, everybody's got their things. So we're all, we're old. We're old dads over here, man. This is the old, (laughs) old dad cast. Uh, So I I told this story like a long time ago, but I'm sure that almost nobody has listened to like our first couple of episodes. Right. I mean, maybe four or five people, I guess, but. um, Uh, Yeah. I bet you more than you think. um, People go back and start at the beginning. So the craziest thing I've ever run across, I'll just retell it was uh, I came across a gerbil one time just in a box my brother and i put in on this on this stretch of water which we've seen all kinds of weird shit on before but we like walk down the riprap it's nicknamed the, the hobo stretch it's so. nicknamed the hobo stretch yeah for a good reason Who, what hobo bought that gerbil yeah i mean it's, it's 40 miles from the nearest city so we walk down the riprap we get into the water and there's a cardboard box sitting like open open top up you know, like it's like got an open top and I like walk through the shallows and it's like four inches of water. And I, I look inside the box and there's just a gerbil inside of this box. <laughs> Somebody had clearly thrown a pet gerbil over the bridge and like that <laughs> gerbil is just having the worst fucking day on earth. You know, it's just like, <laughs> oh my God, like help me. And then I, I really had no idea what to do with it. I was like, I could kill An this invasive thing. species. You chop its head off. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, I could put this on my hook, I guess, or you know, I don't know what to do with it. So I just, I let it go. And, and now there's a terrible gerbil problem in your area. There is <laughs> yeah. gerbil crossbreeding with the raccoons. <laughs> the DNR is just hunting gerbils nonstop. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's pretty. Uh, it may have been a guinea pig too. I'm not sure. I'm not too guinea pig's pretty big. It was pretty big. Yeah, it was it's like big. The size of a, a baby rabbit. Yeah, that's about say. what this was. This yeah, was, it was a guinea maybe. pig then. Yeah, that's it was your standard gerbil. It was freaking out, dude. It was having the worst day. Just in a cardboard box and four inches of water, just like what the hell, dude? Yeah, I'm jealous of these stories. I don't have these. I think you had one guy say he encountered like an alligator. Um, I mean, I think that was the episode you guys were in the um the kayak shop or whatever. Yeah, and someone said he saw an alligator. No, I haven't seen anything crazy like that. I I wish I would have, but it just hasn't happened. You you Indiana folk are a different breed, though. Yeah, <laughs> releasing all sorts of critters out there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Joshua, have you ever told your craziest thing you've ever seen in the river story? Do you remember what it was? I don't know. I mean, I, I we've both seen a naked woman. I mean, that was before. That was up there. Naked, naked butt <laughs> on the river. The, na- the like craziest thing I've ever seen in the river. No, we think about it. All right. Next question. All right. Here we go. 
Uh, favorite video you've ever made on your on your YouTube channel out of the 500 videos? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I'm always trying to get better. So I don't feel like I'm ever really like super pleased with anything. But I, I'd say my favorite thing that I've made would actually be like, a, I did like a little mini series. I went, uh, flew out west and I called it like Fly West. It was a fly fishing trip. And I went with my, my one of my like best friends, uh, college buddy, uh, Dan. And he's a fly fishing guide out there. So we were in Montana and just made like a little mini series out of it and just had a lot of fun with my buddy. So to me, that's, that's kind of what it's all about. Nice. Um, yeah, awesome. it was a couple of years ago. It doesn't really have all that many views, but for me personally, it's one of my favorite memories. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a pretty good one. I, my dad and brother and I are supposed to be doing that a similar trip uh, this year. We're going out to Yellowstone, just doing like a, a DIY trout trip out there. So that should be fun. It's awesome. Uh, favorite fishing pole slash reel combo. Oh yeah. Um, so I've got an old, so my Ned rig rod, I'm like a hardcore Ned rig guy. Um, now I've got, I've probably talked about this a thousand times on the internet, but you guys might not know, but I, I fished the Ned rig far before it ever became known as the Ned rig. I'm from Kansas originally. So, uh, that's kind of where it's rooted. Ned Katie is who it's named after. And, uh, hmm. so I started fishing the Ned rig, um, back early college, late high school. And, um, I got that it's a G Loomis GL two mag light drop shot rod. They don't make it anymore, but it is perfect for Ned rigs. It's like six ten. I would say it's like similar to like a medium light. Okay. Um, but it's got like a nice soft tip to where I can just whip like a really small net rig out there. Um, but it's got enough backbone to, to haul them in. And I, that with a, just like a normal Stratic 2,500 and then 10 pound braid and a seven pound fluorocarbon leader. That's caught me thousands and thousands and thousands of bass of all types. So nice. that's gotta that's cool. be the, the top dog. We're in like what part that. of Kansas were you in? So I, I grew up in Manhattan, Kansas, which is where uh, K-State is. So that's where I went to college and everything. And uh, I actually fished um, like the for the collegiate you know stuff and got to travel around the country a little bit through that. So that was pretty cool. That's how I kind of like really learned a ton about bass fishing really fast is because I was able to travel around with the college stuff and fish different areas. I don't yeah, know if I ever cool. fished Indiana, but I fished. You're not missing much, bud. Besides <laughs> oh, dildos yeah. on the river, <laughs> they they hold tournaments in Indiana. It's like these random, you know, and it's like usually it doesn't take a whole lot to win. But they seems say like you guys uh, have some solid smallmouth though. You, they say fishermen in Indiana are usually really good because it sucks so bad. That's here. how Kansas is. Yeah, that's how <laughs> Kansas. It's mud puddles in Kansas. We don't even have the rivers like you guys have. Yeah, we and even our rivers, what we have, you know, maybe like 10 rivers that are like even fishable. So it's not much. Um, yeah. But, you know, we got some good ones. So, yeah, you just sort of learn how to make the best of it, you know. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I will say that it is borderline sacrilege to for you to live in the Grand Rapids area <laughs> not, and not be <laughs> taking advantage. So, uh, but. All right, so let's Don't see here. Don't get me wrong. I've got intentions. Just life. I've got a lot of life ahead of me. Like I dude, can't do everything. How old are you? I'm, how, I'm 28. I'm just joking, I, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see. Your favorite member of the sunfish family? Hmm? Ooh, green sunfish. Yeah. 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 They're yeah. just, they got the bigger mouth. They're more aggressive, um, and they look cool. <laughs> you know, smallmouth is actually in the sunfish family. Boom. Uh, oh, well, that's, yeah, okay, that's fair. 
I was, that was a trick question. I got you on it. You should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So let's see. Uh, where do you see Mule in five years? Um, you skipped a couple. You're throwing me off I'm now. Skipping. I'm skipping. <laughs> I say Mule. So Mule is, like I said, it's it's never going to be like this, um, you know, like a bass company. It's going to be a, a multi-species light line company. So where I see it in five years is, you know, hopefully um, it continues to grow and continues to develop the way I would like it to. Um, and it'll just have a more robust portfolio of light line multi-species like solutions. I, my goal is to make people's lives easier. Um, I want to cater to people that are early on in fishing and just want something that's easy and approachable. But I also want to cater to the guys that really, really, really like light line fishing. Um, so I'm kind of like multifaceted and who I'm kind of like who buys the stuff. And I just think that it's just going to be a lot more than what you see today. But that just requires time and money. Um, as you guys know, I mean, I think it sounds like you guys um, are familiar with, you know, entrepreneurship and whatnot. And it's just, just takes time. So obviously with the uh, Ashigan, I'm sure you guys have a lot of visions, right? For five years down the road, but got to work your tail yeah. off to get there. Josh has a vision board that he keeps directly behind his <laughs> computer screen. It's, just, it's him. It's I just have those with, suit. It's just him with six pack. That's all it is. It's, 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 it's him with a six pack of abs. <laughs> all a complete unachievable goal. So <laughs> all the other stuff is bullshit, dude. As long as long as he gets a six pack. All right. Let's see here. Uh bucket list fishing experience. I would I want to catch a peacock bass. That would be okay. I want to. I don't. I want to do it in the Amazon, not the Miami crap that you see on the YouTube. I right. Go straight up there, native land. That'd be sick. Yeah. So, Top water. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, those big like prop lures. Yeah. Dude, those things are nuts when those big ones hit. It's crazy. Now, do you do um do you do any fly fishing stuff up in Michigan, or are you are you kind of just trying to get into that now, or what? I've played around with fly fishing. I am not super good and we have a lot of areas that are like pretty heavily wooded and so it's like yeah uh, if you're not super experienced uh, you can spend a lot of time tangling flies and so i'd rather just... it's tough in a kayak too i, I will say that oh, yeah, like, i haven't even tried that i mean guys do it for sure guys that you know have better more patience than i do it's very tough though i will say that you know it's tough enough like kayak fishing in general is kind of tough you know managing your gear like you know, gear malfunctions all the time, you know, you're kind of, you're managing the drift of a boat. There's, you know, there's wind, you know, there's all these other factors, but, you know, fly fishing out of a kayak, your line catches on everything. Oh yeah. You have the balance of a mongoose, the patience of a, of a Zen master. I don't know. <laughs> No, I actually need to go back and listen to your fly fishing. Like some of the, the, I think you had like a one-on-one podcast or whatever on some of the gear. And I need to do that for smallmouth because I've, I've only played around a smallmouth on the fly like once or twice. And I did like just the little clouser minnow or whatever. Yeah. And that, that seemed to work just fine. That was fun too, because the way they hit it, I, my biggest thing is detecting bites with the fly. I have nothing but respect for the, the folks that bass fish with a fly because I don't, I have a hard time detecting those bites. I need to use a, a bobber, right? No one's called experience. Yeah, a little strike indicator. You know that. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Uh, well, you know, don't do it unless you're willing to just give up everything else because it'll it'll hook you. Yeah, I have uh, way too much equipment sitting around in this room right here, and uh, I keep I keep buying more, and uh, I dabble with everything, but I always gravitate back to like a ultralight rod. <laughs> 
Um, that's cool. All right. Favorite river or lake that you've ever fished? Um, so I, I haven't really like talked about it a lot, but I think since moving to Michigan, I've started to venture north here and there, um, just like family trips and whatnot. And if I get a chance, I'll bring the kayak. And we've went to a lake up north near Traverse City. So you, you were, I think you were up there not too long ago in that area. Yep. And um, it was like, a, there's numerous of them. There's a Crystal Lake. But anyways, um, big smallmouth there. And I've been there a couple of times. And I, I want to get back and try some more of those lakes. I don't know if that one specifically is like dynamite by any means, but all of them in that general vicinity, it's just such deep, clear water. So it's yeah. super scenic, but there's big smallmouth in there, but you got to have some skill to trick them um, in those really, really deep, clear ones. Um, I'm sure if I went up during the spawn, it would just be ridiculous, but yeah, I haven't had the luxury of doing that. So I, I tend to catch them just in windy, rocky areas with like a Ned rig or something. Yeah. And I mean, Travers Bay, if you're a Ned, if you're, if you like fishing a Ned rig, Travers Bay, man, it was unbelievable. I, I've been thinking about it ever since I left. It's a pretty cool, pretty crazy. It's that just, it's such a cool, like, it's just a different fishing experience, but yeah, river wise, I don't, I haven't had the opportunities. Like you guys have obviously tried a lot of cool rivers. I haven't been able to adventure as much and I haven't, I don't have near as much river experience as you guys. I, you guys are obviously river nuts and uh, I tend to be more lake uh focus but i'm like i said i, I want to kind of open up those those river doors and i'm going to play around in the grand a lot and i'm going to try to drive north and get to the muskegon some more um that's just down the road so muskegon is definitely worth checking out it's one of our favorite rivers that's like it's somewhat close um yeah. it's not super far away and it uh you know it it's like the first in my opinion it's the first river north of us that like has that like kind of north woods type of feel it's got yeah, the it's a really bit of, scenic in the fall too oh it yeah it's awesome yeah and they have all you know since it empties into like michigan it gets all the those lake run fit or those yeah the lake run fish that you know we're not used to here we're not used to seeing um you know king salmon and crap in our rivers yeah. uh so that part of it's neat um and the smallmouth fishing's pretty good it can be yeah pretty well, good that water's got to be a lot clearer than what you're used to down there or do you have pretty clear water in indiana too ours yeah. changes uh quite Formal a bit depending the, yeah. yeah depending on the rain but yeah overall the muskegon's pretty freaking clear compared to what we're yeah, used to. yeah i i need to go i've literally put in on it once and i was kind of like disappointed i just must have chose a, a pretty crappy stretch because i was just i found like a pike and a large mouth and um, I have done a little more research since and since, and I know kind of an area I'd like to target, but it's just more a matter of, well, if you want multi-species, so. yeah, that's, there's a lot of different Small species. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, there's a, um, so we have a river called the Tippecanoe, which is mm-hmm. fairly close to you in, you know, it's an hour and a half North of us. So it's what, probably two and a half hours for you to get there. Um, it has, it's the most diverse uh, river species-wise. Is it east of the Mississippi, Chris? Is that is that what the claim is? That's the claim. Yeah. So it has, and I will say, every time we go, I probably catch at least five different species. Yeah, really? multi-species. It's crazy. I mean, you just like, yeah. I mean, buffalo and stir, river sturgeon. I mean, you just catch 
Asian carp. I mean, tons of Asian carp in there. If you're, if you're into that, <laughs> yeah. it's another species. Um, uh, drum, one. freshwater drum. Dude, those I are fun. A, I don't care. You should start a drum podcast as your backup. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the poor man's small mouth. <laughs> yeah, I caught a uh, bowfin last year. Those are sick. Um, stripers. It, it's got state stripers. Record, state record stripers out of there. So it's got musky. all kinds of yeah, musky. Yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's pretty it's, crazy. It's <laughs> nuts, man. Well, uh, let me see. Do we have any other questions? I think that was oh, ice fishing. You you do you do a lot of ice fishing? I do it because you have to have a winter hobby when you live up here. Right. Um, I would prefer to open water fish, but there's not a whole lot of options when you're rocking with you know eight inches of ice on every lake, and then I have zero idea how to catch smallmouth bass when it's that cold in a river let alone yeah. bundling up in a kayak. That sounds kind of, sounds kind of rough. It <laughs> sounds dangerous. Uh, yeah. Lot, lots of ice literally floating down the river. I don't know if I want to mess with it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, uh, Josh, it, I think you said you, you had to get out. You had a hard out, right? At 10. Yeah. Yeah. I had to go 10 to the wife the flock. Oh, so. oh all right. <laughs> I got to put her, I got to put her in a bed. Oh if you know God. what I mean? <laughs> no, I pray to God. She didn't listen this long. All right. Oh, she well, won't. I know she doesn't. <laughs> yeah. No joke. <laughs> Ashley was talking the other night. There were one of her friends was like, yeah, I was listening to Chris's podcast the other day. And she was, she was like, you do. And she's like, yeah, you don't. She's like, I've literally listened to no episodes of that podcast. <laughs> like, what a, let's like, keep it that way. I was like, hey, get out of my house. What are you? <laughs> go get a condo. You're out. <laughs> nah, anyways. Dude, I appreciate you coming on, Ethan. It was great talking to you, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what Mule has to offer, you know, coming up for sure. And yeah. uh, I think, like I said, I think there's a lot of application, you know, outside of just small fish, small bait. I mean, there's... You know, there are, especially winter, you know, everything starts downsizing, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of application for us. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you coming on talking to us, man. What's yeah, your, no, I appreciate uh, the opportunity. what's your like Instagram, like social handles, YouTube channel. So everybody can subscribe. Yeah. It's just uh, online outdoorsmen across everything. So you can find okay. me on pretty much anything. And no, I appreciate it. I know obviously uh, most of the folks that probably come on here are pretty small mouth focused. And uh, I, you know, I, like I said, I, I have full intentions of doing some, some pretty cool small mouth content in the future. So I'd love to kind of do some reverse content and have you guys jump on and share your expertise with some of the folks that watch the videos because, uh, you know, my goal is to continue to spread the word about numerous species and smallmouth is one of the, the big ones. So, yeah, dude, well, we think what you're doing is interesting. I mean, this is a smallmouth podcast, obviously, but, you know, at, at, at its core, I mean, we're just fishermen, you know, so, yeah. you know, what you're doing is definitely unique. And I think that that's why, you know, talking to somebody like you is, is cool because, you know, you're not just uh, hitting a farm pond with a bass jig. Not that there's anything wrong with that at all, but I think it's cool to kind of you've got a different take on it. You know what I mean? Like there's this other kid that I follow on, on Instagram. Uh, his Instagram handle is rough fish Ron. And he like, he's got like a species counter of like, Oh all the yeah, fish. yeah. A lot of people do that. Yeah, yeah. He's got like 80 some species that he's caught. And yeah. you know, I just think stuff like that is so interesting. And, and you, you know, you're one of those guys that's out there doing something that's just different, you know, and it's uh, you know, it's, it's cool. So anyway, thanks yeah. for coming on and talking to us. 
Absolutely. Well, thanks, guys. All right. Free the fighter. See you guys. Bye. Free the fighter.